Movies on Tap, episode number 11. I'm Tim. I'm Jeff. And Jeff, today we're here with Brian Wilson. Hello. And Troy Burns. Hey, how's it going? The co-owners of Buffalo Rock. We've talked about them a lot behind their back, so now <laughs> we get to like make fun of them in person. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But before we get any deeper, how about we crack these bevies open? Yeah, sounds good to All me, right. man. <clears throat> yeah, I went with the hibiscus again for All this right. one. Yeah, that's what I got again as well. Um, we got Travis back behind them, uh, camera and running the sound system. What's up? And what do you got up, back dude? there, Travis? A hibiscus for the third week in a row. <laughs> yeah. Likewise here, I guess. <laughs> Brian, well, what I got the spicy got? bison. So. Uh, yeah, always yeah. a favorite. Yeah. Great beer. Um, we we talked about on a previous episode of the spicy bison experience for Jeff and yeah. <laughs> lighting his hands yeah, on fire. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That was a that was like an early episode. It was like episode two or three or something like that. Now we're on eleven, man. Right. It's pretty cool. So anybody do anything interesting this week? <clears throat> Yeah, dude. I uh, well, Travis and I went to on Saturday. We went and checked out Juniper because oh, Travis yeah. had never been there before over in Bowling Green. I like Juniper. It's a, it's a solid place, man. And uh, we both had flights. Britt came with us too. And, well, they uh, have they haven't answered our challenge to the to the to the contest. Yeah, maybe one day We're just gonna have to have another so, challenge. Yeah. We're gonna have to yeah. challenge someone else. Yeah, it might be challenge somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's we. Still, uh, that's still a cool thing. Yeah, but yeah, we went and checked oh, that place out. Had some flights there. They had a cold IPA on tap over there. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, with the pink boots hops. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and uh, from there we went to Buffalo Rock. Had some had some more bevies there, and then uh, yesterday Sunday, I my friend came over to my house and we um, made a five gallon session IPA at at home, and uh, it was freezing. It hailed like twice. Mm-hmm. Then the sun came out. And then it yeah. just like rained and like it was just really cold. But it made another session IPA because I'm trying to still come up with like this um, recipe for Oliver Hazard Day in August. That'll be like geared towards that. Yep. Um, along with like a couple of other beers that we have out there. So that's what I did, man. Sweet. Yeah. Brian. Ah, no bike a, riding this weekend. No bike riding this weekend. This weekend was a family event, just kind of more to spend time with my daughter. I did see that. You posted yeah. something. You guys went, where'd you go? We went to Toledo Country Club just to hang out yeah. for a little dinner, get her out for the night. It was nice because she doesn't you know, go out too much. So yeah. this was like a bonus, yeah. and uh, she enjoyed it. We had a good time. Good father-son yeah. experience. Father-daughter. Father-daughter, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 My son's too busy. Yeah. So... Yeah, they get that way they about that age, and they get wheels. It's yeah. <laughs> I warned you about it before wheels. you got the wheels. As soon as they get wheels, man, and they spread their wings, it's hard to keep them like in the nest, yeah. you know. But that's good. Okay. It's good he's with his friends, girlfriends, whatever, you know. Yep. It's part of part of growing up, so it's nice. Yep. Troy, anything? Um, Friday we went to uh, we went to Disney's Lion King. Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal if you haven't been there. The engineering behind that. Mm, is it really? Uh, the, the engineering alone behind the set is just absolutely amazing. But uh, And then Saturday, I spent most of the time at the brewery in the mornings. Um, folded clothes on Sunday all day with Tim, uh, pretty much all day. Uh, so the, the good news is our, 
our uh, warehouse of clothing is stocked and yeah. ready to sell for our spring spring uh, wear. Yeah, the clothes are really sharp too. Great colors for new tees and new colors that we haven't had before. Yep. Um, new hats, trucker hats. We had this discussion: what makes a trucker hat and. Like everybody at the bar had a completely different mm-hmm. like opinion of what a trucker hat was. <laughs> it came down to I think it's everybody like agreed back, right? that a trucker hat has mesh on yeah. the back. So it has, it has yellow mesh, yellow mesh, yellow um, or white. brownish um, mesh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, new trucker hats and the distressed ones, which I totally dig. Um, that's like more my style, like the cool but casual um, yeah. kind of worn look. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, Travis and I were totally checking out all the new merch earlier today. <laughs> a lot of good right. stuff, man. Yeah, um, I worked at my other job this weekend for the city of Savannah. So we every year do a shred day. Um, it's a really cool event for the citizens. <laughs> it's free of the citizen or for the citizens of Savannah. Um, what we do is we take all their like paper products that have like personal information and they dump it into basically like large toters. I think a lot of cities have them now where it's like a large garbage can. And they tilt it right there into a truck that grinds it. So it gives people like peace of mind that yes, it's getting shredded, my documents aren't going somewhere. Um, And they do the same thing with computers. They don't demagnetize them there, but they have a center in Toledo. It's called AccuShred that like teams Mm -hmm. up with the city. Really cool event. Yeah. Um, Sounds cool. The weather was looking terribly, horribly bad earlier nice in the out. week, and I was dreading like having to stand out in it. <laughs> and it actually turned out really nice until the last ten minutes, and then it did the sleet and rain thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my so, god. Yeah. Crazy. Um, Sounds cool, cool man. Cool weekend. Yeah. Um, busy. Folded shirts with Troy uh, yeah. Sunday, and uh, yeah, the the new stock room though. It's it's sweet. It's sweet. The, the colors are really nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's cool. No, it's it's cool to see, man. Finally, I'm sure a lot of people will dig seeing that. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, to having you guys on the show, I want to talk a little bit about um, how you guys came to wanting to start the brewery. And obviously, Troy and Tim are uh, you guys are brothers. And Brian, I know that you've been friends with them for a long time, right? Yeah, it's him for at least 30 years. About 30 years, right? Yeah, I mean, right at least. Right I know it's been there. 30 years, yeah. Wow. We met, Over 30, probably. We met before Zach was born, and he's going to be 30 in November. So, yeah, it probably would have been springtime. Yeah. So just a little over 30 years. Mm-hmm. Yep. We met through school. I've known Tim for his lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brian, I you. Brian and I are only no, probably Brian, five or six years. Yeah, maybe, I would say it's five or six so years. I've known kinda. Troy for I probably once met him. Once started growing. <laughs> yeah. So, right. But, like, um, yeah, I mean, like, uh, to start it, like, how did you guys, um, like, how long, you guys homebrewed for a long time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, these guys longer than me. But so, really? Like, for how long, like, would you say? I, when I first started home brewing, which was not much after, I'm trying to think the first time that I brewed, I think was around 2000, like, or sorry, about 99. I was around So it was like the late 90s. Around 96, 90, 97. Wow. Yeah, somewhere around in there. Because it was close, around the time I met you even, because I remember brewing. I lived with Darius at the time. We had, you know, that's who we grew up with. Yep. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I started Travis then, but then dead. I took a break for a while. Yeah, Travis is dead. But I took a, while, a break for a little while, I'd say, a couple years, though. Yeah, that's kind of when I Once got I started into my it. new you, job. You had brewed already. Uh, I kind of was getting into it because um, I was asking you a lot of questions yeah. about it back then. But we, and, yeah, but then we started doing it together a few times. and Yeah. So and I, I kind of slowed down in it. Then you you kind of went crazy with a big yeah. system, home, a home-built system. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. And then Troy got into it. Probably about 2003, ago, 2002, 2003. But I started with just a boil mm-hmm. pot, just like you. Yeah. My um, first was in my in kitchen. I did in my like kitchen on the stove. On the stove. Yeah. Electric stove. Probably didn't. And let me tell you, it took, it forever, took forever to get the water to boil. <laughs> I literally forever like it, it was like, like two hours. hours or something like that just to get the water warm enough you know wow yeah once once I moved up here kind of looked at took a quick look at Brian's system and, and I really got into it then you, I mean I'm, I'm one of those guys if, if you're gonna go in go in all the way and, <laughs> yeah you know head first don't sit uh, don't sit and just go in all yeah. the way so was it more than like five gallons at that time? No, I was no. always five. It was always we're five. All, we're all yeah, still our homes. homes. And we can brew 10 pretty five. easily, yeah. but right. we, we most of the time was five gallons. Yeah. Gotcha. So you meant like Brian's system probably had like pumps yeah. and everything. And, yeah. So we, we yeah. Tim, I, Tim and I, we welded up our own framework and I learned how not to weld is what in that process. <laughs> 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 how to make unpretty welds, but, uh, but other it's than like that. Yeah, no, the electronics, you know, putting electronics in it and stuff like that was not too bad. And, wow building those from scratch it was it's really not that hard it's just so during during that time um how often were you guys making beer and uh like was it Mm -hmm. like recipe kit like five gallon recipe kits or were you already creating your own i did early on i started with just uh just a regular extract batches yeah you know yeah but then it was like ah you know i need to try an all grain and you just kind of want to get more stuff more stuff and Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. by that time you're building the system like you know these guys yeah i i did i did the the kits up until probably yeah. well until it was probably a, a few months i tried one all grain batch in my in my old system and that didn't work out <laughs> real well for me so why just trying to get everything organized and stuff oh, like okay. that so i mean um that's I mean, the thing I, about I was using kits. i was using bags to hang grains and stuff like that in and that it just wasn't fun so mm-hmm. um once we went i mean once i got all in then i couldn't stop brewing yeah i absolutely love doing it I, th- I mean i would brew every day if i had the opportunity right and then probably like stem to uh or like went did you guys have your own kegerators and all that too mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I, I can yeah, yeah i was done with cleaning right bottles now, so. i have three taps right yeah, I right. have three taps, <laughs> and they both at least double me. I got six. <laughs> I, mean, I, got, I, got, I got six. So, do you yeah. have six taps? Wow. Yeah. Is it a keyser or is it like a fridge? Oh, yeah. oh, I have both. I have one to four and a fridge or a freezer, and the other one's just a little, real little tap mm-hmm. with two mm-hmm. uh, two on it. But uh, yeah, that's cool. Did you ever bottle before that, or did you yeah. always go to keg? <laughs> Maybe about. Yeah. Maybe three or four times. I think it <laughs> that was one thing I bought one time, and that was that was enough. Yeah, first thing <laughs> I went to one or two times. Yep. Yeah. Wow. First, one of the first things I did that was before switching over to grain. I went to mm-hmm. not cleaning bottles. It's a lot of work. It's a lot more work than kegging. That's for sure. Oh, so okay. I can understand why. Like for people listening, um, I mean, even for people listening to this podcast in general, like there's been a handful of. Uh, people have come up to me and saying like I'm this close every time you guys are talking about homebrewing to yeah. getting a kit 
And um, I'm like, well, you should start out bottling. That way you can kind of know how much more work it entails. Oh, no. Yeah. I say go all great to kegging. <laughs> I mean, if I'm, it I is mean, a it's great so cheap experience. to get into kegging. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't cost that much money. It really doesn't cost much money to go into kegging for sure. It's kind of more about understanding, like, you know if you're doing bottles and you're reusing. Yeah. And you get into, you know, because making beer one of the number one rules is sanitation right you got exactly. to sanitize exactly so even in the bottles if you screw up in the bottles you may as well throw your beer away so that's the great lesson i think of it is you got to really clean everything yes and get it, you know 100 already so the nice thing about these kits um is when you buy the kit it gives you like a like a step-by-step -step instruction of, of exactly what to do what temperature to get whatever it is at how many um, gallons yeah. of water to put yes. in? Like, it's exact. It's exact. Yeah. So and it's pretty simple. It is. That's the nice thing about these kits is, yeah. like, it's pretty easy to follow. Yeah. And then after a while, you kind of realize, like, man, now I, maybe I can create my own recipe and do it all grain instead mm -hmm. of using, like, liquid extract mm -hmm. or, like, steeping grain in a bag, you know. I mean, it's really, yeah, I mean, you're doing the same thing. It's the same thing. Uh, except for the extract, you're, you would be, you'd have your malt, base yeah. malt instead is the only real difference. Yeah, totally. So going off of these, uh, or like, you know, homebrewing, um, I guess, when did you guys kick around the idea of, um, obviously you guys have full-time jobs, <clears throat> you know, but like when did the ideas like kind of, where you guys just like hanging out one night and you're just like, you know what, maybe we should start a brewery. I don't More know. More than one night. It was, actually, it, it was what, started over a few years. Yeah, years. And I've always wanted up, a brewery We would, but, we mm. would share like homebrews, right? Yeah. So that was, you know, we'd go to each other's house and, you know, have a beer or whatever. Um, Probably talk of, of about stuff that. that you came up with yourself, too. Yeah, talk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk about yeah. brewing and what recipes, same thing, what recipes you're making. And um, uh, from there, I think we would meet at different breweries and have beers. And, you know, the whole time sitting there enjoying <laughs> a nice, you know, bevy, thinking... We can we can do this. Yeah, you know, kind of. I think I mean, that's it, how it really it's, started. We were actually sitting in your living room here. It was here in the, the garage, actually. No, we were in the, in the living room. Well, we might have that, started. That out was here. afterwards. That was. But after, we we yeah. we walked in the house one night and said, if we're gonna do this, let's like let's get real about it. Let's talk about it. And how much longer after you guys had been homebrewing, like did this kind of? Well, this would have been 2018 that we started initially. 2019, 19. right? 2019. Um, like getting serious. October of 2019, because by December of 2019, I already owned the brewery, and it was sitting in my garage at the house. <laughs> it was, again, it's one of those, if you're going to go in, go just go. <laughs> yeah, so wow, I, that's I think the, It was like 2000. We had talked about doing 2020 it. 2020 when we started. Started discussing it. started, though. We looked we up a system online that was yeah. for sale. Um, I thought we were in here and agreed that we would make an offer on it. And Troy messages the guy, and about three minutes later, the guy responds back and says, I'll take your offer. So then it became like real, real, right? Like, totally. Um, <laughs> and we drove and that was Wisconsin. larger than what we so were Wisconsin. planning for it. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah we, time, we were planning was, a one barrel, real yeah. small tap room. Really? Yeah. Could you yeah. not? Yeah. Wow. That was yeah. the game plan. But it, it, it wow. kind of changed once we found our location. It just made a little bit more sense to have yeah. a and bigger we, one, too. Yeah, and we found the system yeah. before we even had a building. Yeah. 
and it just happened because we we priced out a one barrel and we're like oh you know all right it's not too bad and then we saw this i can get a three barrel system with everything Mm -hmm. included Mm -hmm. you know a couple fermenters and everything for really dirt cheap i mean yeah. Uh, people, if I told people what we paid for it, they'd say no way, <laughs> not a chance in the world. But so, like um, to to tell people, explain um, like the one barrel, like volume size versus three volume, barrel, size, volume size. Yeah, one one barrel, thirty one gallons basically, uh, versus a three. We're at a three right now. Right, and which is roughly like 90, 100 90, gallons, 90, 90 gallons. 90, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. Um. So, like, was Waterville always like the spot, like where you thought it was going to be, too? Uh, not, not initially. I think when we decided to do it, we kind of narrowed it down to, um, I think we were down to Waterville, White House, Perrysburg, Mommy, um, is what we kind of thought. And and a lot of it had to do with where we live, right. And being able to easily get to it and manage it. Mm -hmm. Um, not necessarily, I mean, you could pick a place where there's more people probably um or better traffic but um we we like the idea of being in a in a smaller community where you get to know people i think um yeah and then we we kept talking about waterville Mm -hmm. just that was a good location i mean to kind of pick up everybody from like liberty center grand rapids you know people come out from mommy they want to get out of town you got mm-hmm. white house everybody draws to that area yeah perrysburg mm-hmm. you, know, you get green. over the bridge you get yeah. bowling green yeah because there's a yeah. you know bridge from the river mm-hmm. right there mm-hmm. it, it wasn't our initial choice for a building by all means we were actually planning and running a place around yeah. the corner where the chiropractic store is on on uh michigan avenue there uh but but the guy right literally right at the last minute we we talked about putting additional parking out behind the building the guy's like well how many cars are you expecting and you know we don't i don't know 20 to 30 and he goes well this deal's off wow <laughs> and kind of say yep you're done wow yeah he was wow. a little bit worried that we were going to consume his parking lot um yeah which which, which we, we would have we would have <laughs> <We would've. laughs> yeah. no we didn't no, know yeah. what the time. <laughs> it was all about off hours i mean it was all about off hours yeah yeah we had to have different it hours than what the stores were yeah. there right right you know and um, I know a lot of people know this too, or uh, yeah, I guess a lot of people know. Like the building was it used to be a car wash, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, the thing about that is like you guys, so you picked this location in Waterville, and then you did so much change to the building, like yourselves, right? So tell, talk, mm-hmm. talk like, a little bit about like that. Radical, right? Like radical, <laughs> so like radical, pretty redo. much new building, um, <laughs> fairly close I mean, to a new building. Literally. Yeah. yeah. So like you'd work during the day and then do all this at night type mm-hmm. of thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. We After got tired on weekends. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, About we, seven we months. To, we had to cut all the walls out in between each of the bays. Yeah. That was right. one of the first things we did. Uh, we had to re what was yeah. left of the car wash, like all the little pillars that were holding up the roof. We had to restructure, refill. We had actually backfill those with cement and rebar to re to reinforce it. And then, uh, then we actually had to put a complete separate framework around the entire building. New foundation. New foundations. So because of energy code, mm-hmm. um, and we have the garage doors, um, we have so much glass that you have to, by energy code, you have to offset that because it has a low insulation value. Mm-hmm. You have to offset that with heavier insulated areas. So we had to build walls to build our insulation. Gotcha. Code. The wow. outside. Wow. Otherwise, we didn't really need to put a new, so much of a new face to it. Right. Um, I think it turned I'm glad out. We did. It, turned it, it worked out, out really good. Yeah, it turned out 
that we were able to really create a, um, I don't know, a staple look, I think, mm-hmm. you know, totally. to, to that location. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about, like, coolers, too, mm-hmm. that you guys built yourselves. As far as everything, the only thing we didn't do is we didn't hang and finish the drywall. Other than and, that, and I mean, I can tell you, there's and, and pour the concrete floor. Yeah. Two things, yeah. yeah. Some of the mechanicals. Six yeah, miles, six miles of wire yeah, in the building. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. If you added up all the strands, yeah, it's literally wow. six miles of wiring. Yep. That's nuts. Yeah. Um, so how did you guys not kill each other? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll help you with that. <laughs> and I'm, I'm gonna put Brian on the spot because, um, so Troy and I are family, so we know how to fight with each other very, very well. Um, uh, when we want to get our point across, we yell it sometimes, and hmm. you know. Don't and I would say, it. keep in mind, we were working like dogs for seven months, going to our regular work, back and forth. Um, every night we get off of our regular jobs, right? After working eight hours, nine mm-hmm. hours, sometimes Troy twelve, sometimes mm-hmm. worked longer. Um, we would go there until midnight. Right. Right. Early. If not later. On the weekends, it was always yeah. later. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And then plus Saturdays and Sundays. So, like, I used at my regular job, um, and this is crazy, it happened to be during COVID. So, nobody was doing anything. Um, I used every vacation day just about to go to work. Mm-hmm. So, I just take, I'd take a vacation, and on my vacation day, I'd go and. That's, I think you know, all of us. Much, I think pretty much, much all of us. It, it was there was a no weird situation. To go. Yeah, there wasn't anything to do. Yep. <laughs> right. Um, but Brian can probably speak to was, uh, the uh, mm. aggression that guys. came out yeah. at different times. <laughs> like, I can only imagine how that must have. Yeah, uh, it was quite different. That was. Uh, yeah, but I had, to, I had to realize that they are brothers. Mm-hmm. So, they're going to fight. And, but sometimes I'd looked at them as just friends too. I'm thinking, oh, these guys are going to go to blows here, but, <laughs> but yeah. come back next day. They actually, it's like, they forgot everything. <laughs> like, okay, good, good. Well, kind of true on. story of how we grew up. <laughs> well, that's the way we grew up. You know, you fight yeah. it out and you go. I mean, yeah. although back when we were kids, we probably punched each other. <laughs> yeah. There were a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. And so, okay. So you said it took about seven months to like finish everything. I think that's about right. We about started this. August August thirtieth is the day that we signed yeah. the final papers. And we okay. were out in so we put the fence up. So and the next day we put, put the, fence the fence up. up. Yeah. And then it trying to be good to our neighbors and keep yeah. sound under control and right, stuff like right. that. So we worked so, all the way up till July. Um or June. 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 Yeah, 10th. June. June tenth was opening day. Yeah. Yeah, we were done most of the we still did stuff in the building that needed to, to be done, but we got it stuff. we the got far was, enough the bar to be was able last to be open. Patio. Um Yeah, and we ended up finishing the patio right mm-hmm. off the bat. Which gotcha. we didn't really plan for that initially, but we We needed to to fill just in. Just for, for space and seating and stuff like that. We're like, right. you know what, let's just get this done now. Yeah. Which we forgot completely to notify the state until the following year, and he had to come out and, <laughs> when we put the new cooler, oh, and he finally oh, remaps the area. I'm oh, like, yeah. oh man, sorry, dude. <laughs> he goes, no, you're good. <laughs> so. uh, which to go off of the bar, Brian, um, the design, like where the taps are, that kind of yeah. comes from your homebrew system, right? Yeah, originally I, I or your taps at your yeah, house. I built sorry. the same kind of system at my house a few years back with all the tri clamps and different things from like using the brewery theme. Mm -hmm. Um, I only had four taps and so 
I said, hey guys, what do you think of this? And they loved it, so oh, we yeah. just kind of expanded it to like 12. Right. Then we came back and added another six to it afterwards, <laughs> which worked out pretty good. But I mean, yeah, looking it at it now, nice. it looks yeah. it looks really nice. Yeah, it, you know? it, it fits it the bar. Right. Which, by the mm-hmm. way, there's O-rings and clamps and everything, but don't steal them off the bar for the back of the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The O-rings, good luck, because they're all in hoses <laughs> yeah. and you never get The good news is there's nothing yeah. two inch in the back of the building right That's now. True. So That's true. We don't have to worry about that too much, but... So how many, remind me again, um, you guys started with uh, eight taps? Six. Six taps. Eight, six, eight taps when we opened. Six. Were, actually, six. four taps the first first no. opening day. Four. We only no, had four we beers. Had, no, we, we had, had eight six, taps open when the first. I think it was six. Were, you know what it was? The you party. We only, served, we only served four beers at the party. Yes, what it was. that's that was true. At the party we had, only. We had oh, eight beers on mm-hmm. tap, and then week number two, we were down to five. Five or six, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. We did so not before expect. before we opened. We went around. To, I don't know how many breweries we visited. And I asked personally. I asked three questions: um, What did you do right? What did you do wrong? And when did you quit your job? Those were the three questions I've asked. I still haven't got to the first, the third one finished yet. But I'm working there at some point in time. But yeah. But what do you do right? Uh, almost everyone has made the comment: You got to make good beer. And because if you don't make good mm-hmm. beer, you, you're not going to attract people. Uh, what did you do wrong? We ran out of beer the first week, and that's because you don't you don't plan for. So they were basically saying like make more than what you think is. Gonna oh yeah, be and we didn't even come close. <laughs> right. I'm so uh, the, we were, the quick we were lesson dating, was is yeah, okay. you yeah. think you've built enough beer, um, and and we remember we were tired right, so. <laughs> We had brewed. So you're building, you're you're reconstructing the building at the same time while making mm-hmm. beer too. Mm-hmm. At the at the end. Well, yeah. at the yeah. end. At the right. end. Yeah. yeah. Once the once the state approved the back of our building, we started brewing immediately. So and then you're brewing starting at six o'clock at night. So you're not finished until one yeah. two o'clock in the morning. Many many right. nights till two yeah. o'clock in the morning. And if you if you had a little spill back there and you had to spend like an extra hour cleaning up because or you remember I told you the worst the wrong floor? (laughs) You learned this the other day, didn't you? Oh my god, dude! Did you get a little accident? It's a terrible experience. It's just (laughs) we had a leaky pump. When you're when you're there for you know. 13 hours and then you gotta do like at that point your mind your mind is just like so i can only imagine like you guys had worked during kind of the the same it's like putting it in that same perspective you're just you're just you're in your second half of your second job of the day kind of and yeah you 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 know you're tired so one when you're tired you have the tendency people have a tendency to make mistakes um you know and you know, you take your eye off of something back there when you're brewing, and it can get away really quick. Yeah, right. You know? Boil overs. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. Just little things. Oh, my God. <laughs> That'd be worse um, than the Adding too much water. The pump. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've done one. that. <laughs> I, I have 30, I have, 30 gallons extra. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have vacuumed out. That was a light beer. <laughs> kicking myself up and down the road for not yelling loud enough mm-hmm. about putting drains in the back because I wanted to do it. I, I talked about it. I like, said you want to linear said. drains back there and oh I we're so far into this it's so much work it's, it's, I think it was once we started pouring cement it was like let's just get these done and get it over yeah. with yeah but we and didn't even we didn't really when they poured the concrete we would we have didn't, to slope the we floor should have sloped and, it more even with the drains we had yeah, yeah. I think we, we learned that after the fact yeah, yeah. but but we may yeah. do and, and in yeah. reality I mean we make a mistake what once every 
15 or 20 brews maybe. Yeah. Where you got a little bit of stuff on the floor. Not too bad. Since then, I mean, I can almost brew without dripping a drop on the floor or yeah. anymore. Uh, the the yeah. thing you know. is, is it, it really makes you more attentive to it. It really Pretty does. Pretty much, you know? yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. actually a good way of looking at it. Yeah. You know, it really does. It makes I'd be you lazier if we pay had attention to it. Right? <laughs> um, um, what it, how nice would it be if we could just take a power washer and wash oh my god i just mentioned that last night (laughs) dude i've uh i was at this brewery over in portland in the fall and i was watching them they were must have just gotten they were getting done for the day they had boots on like rubber boots and then um they were just spraying water over everything and then they took um uh like broom like a squeegee yes yes and we're just yeah i was like wow this this looks so nice and then they probably turn a great big like barn fan on and just dry the whole thing out in about 15 minutes uh yeah oh what i wanted to ask you guys too is like during this period like how many um which i whoever is listening to the the back where the brew system is now it looks totally different from even a year ago probably but um how many fermenters did you guys have like during during this time as well started with six six fermenters yeah yeah Six three barrels. Yeah, because six three barrels. Yeah, four the three four, spot, two, or two, three and and two, three two came and then four we bought extra. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the the four we bought extra were jacketed through uh, four and a half barrels, yep. but mm-hmm. but we only three. used them as three barrels. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. And just from my time being there, it's gone up to I think we have twelve. I or think there's sixteen. Twelve now. Twelve. Right? No, I think there's sixteen. Right. Four. It's 16. We're at 16. Oh, wow. 16. Yeah, 16 now. Yeah. I'm only back there every day. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> you don't think about it because it's so yeah. jammed in there. Right yeah, now. including um, uh, five, seven-barrel tanks now. So you know in the back where we learned some things along the way and things changed rapidly as we were doing it too. Even they changed faster than we had the design even done. So in the back, you remember mm. there used to be a wall with a garage door. Yes. Right? Yes. So that wall inside that room was intended to be a fermentation room where we were going to cool bottle it. Right? Mm-hmm. We were going to control the temperature with cool bottom, which wasn't as good because you can't control, like, let's Loggers. say you want a lager and stuff and like then, that, right? Yeah. Um, it so it was going to limit us yeah. to what we could put out. And um, that changed almost day one. Um to the point well, that when, when we, we needed more room, we when we bought the those, whole thing out. Yeah, when we bought those fermenters, actually. The bright tanks. No. Well, we bought the fermenters, which were jacketed. Well, that's true, yeah. And, then, yeah, and, the, and it came with the glycol And, and then we came with yeah. the glycol, so we said, hey, let's let's hook this up. And, yep. and then it was perfect, because then we didn't have to utilize that room at all yeah no. yeah we bought oh, okay. we bu- remember we bought the set of coils to go down inside mm-hmm. the stout tank the third, yeah the, the one the third the one, one. And, then, yep. and then the one we bought one came from, with uh, one. one came with the coils already yeah. and then the one we bought down in nashville came with coils too mm-hmm. yep. oh right i know what you're talking about um yeah the, the chiller coil that yeah that the glycol goes through the and then can yep. control yeah that was that was expansion number one or two, I don't know. Oh, uh, yeah. And then, and, then we, and then we went back down and bought more down in Nashville the second time. Um, when they that company closed down, it was uh, Various Artists Brewing Company closed down. So we went back down there and also bought their their larger glycol system at that point in time as well. Hmm. And then uh, I think it was you and I drove to Virginia and that was the last time we picked up when, tanks. when was that September October of last year what's it something about, 
What's the? Um, that was I remember the. I can't remember the name of it, but I remember Steam the whole Steamboat Steam Company. Yeah, and the whole thing was about the hood system that took when they steam build, out. Yeah, when they build, it was yeah, it was removing steam the way they formed uh, barrels hmm. and yeah, hmm. yeah. So they call it the Steambell Steambell Brewing Company. So we went and picked up the four seven barrels from from there. Really wow. cool brewery, and that's because they, they were expanding, there. right? They, they, actually, they, they, they actually expanded like a bunch of times. They had so much equipment sitting outside. Yeah, they crazy. were actually, they had two different locations. They combined everything into one. Mm. That was kind of like leftover equipment after they, because okay. they had they had big, huge 15 and 30 barrel tanks. It was giant. Wow. Walking yeah, in that big. place, I felt like a munchkin. Yeah. <laughs> it really okay. wasn't, I mean, space-wise, it wasn't that big, but everything was right there. But they, yeah. and from a, from a tap room standpoint, we were just as big as them or yeah. just, you know. Yeah. yeah. Actually, we probably have more space in our... They did a lot of out-of-house, yeah. for sure. Gotcha. But yeah, with, a lot. With that volume, you'd have to... Giant canning system. I mean, yeah. compared yeah. to what we have. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it, it was... Their canning system one. was a machine yeah. that mm-hmm. just did it all. You unloaded at the end and put it on a rack and put it in a cooler. They did a lot of, a lot of souring uh, at that uh, location, okay. which was... Gotcha, yeah. ...as well. And, and uh, ghost Ghost uh, mm-hmm. beers, they... Right, dedicated vessels for all that yeah maybe they, they, yeah um so one, one something i uh wanted to um ask you guys too is like during this period of um you know reconstructing the building and then ultimately like making beer and and then opening finally like um did it did uh like were you overwhelmed like did it change how you felt about like craft beer or like did you feel burned out um i guess what i'm asking is um was there ever a period where you're just like oh man like we're sort of in over our heads maybe we i don't know this was a bad not idea. really not, not really that as much i will tell you i never want to dig a hole again yeah i think we got, <laughs> that i can tell you we get tired of again foundation i can't remember the, we were done i can tell you up. never in my life do i ever want to dig a hole wrapping up so a, a we did a lot of Long <laughs> story, and I'm going to make it as fast as I can. Um, we were pouring our own foundation, and we had built the Framing forms to pour the foundation. And and it looked nice. It was ready to go, except for we, had, we didn't anticipate one thing, which is the weight of concrete pushing out on the walls. Halfway um, down. So right we here. didn't have them braced enough from the outside. And... A wall caved in at the very beginning, as soon as we were pouring. As soon as we started pouring. And really? Oh, yeah. And the trucks are there, so you don't they're have They're lining up. They're lined up. And yeah. You've it's got, either you're burning the concrete out. and paying for it, which is a crap load of money and a wasted day. Or hope they could take it somewhere else quick, yeah. but um, usually not. So hmm. that day we shoveled because we had stone around for backfilling the foundation. We had, <laughs> n- I think it was 9,000 pounds. Of stone. Oh, I right? would say way more than that. Oh my god! So I rem- I can't remember the order, but it was a gigantic amount of stone. All of that <laughs> got shoveled into 20, the it hole. Was a lot. It was at least twenty thousand. Huge truckloads. All wow. of that got shoveled into the hole as we're pouring. As we're pouring to keep the walls intact. As you and then just to keep it level, straight. Right. When we right. were done, we had to get a foundation inspection. So we had to shovel all that stone back out. Remove the so wood. remove the wood that was the forms, so the building but, inspection could come in. But we also we dug inspection we, before we built the forms. We dug it like twice because we used 
the backhoe once. Then we got a lot then of rain. Then we got a ton of rain. So then it flooded them. So in. we're pumping them out. Oh my god! And then it's, oh, it was it's awful. The dirt's sliding I back in. So we had to dig lots that of all sand, out. Again. Lots of sand. So it's all mud underneath. So we literally dug it back out. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times. Honestly, it was a crazy <laughs> experience, man. I'm like I say, you, I yeah, never want to dig a hole again. Those were those are some late late nights where we're shining lights and flashlights all day Saturday trying to especially knowing the next day the cement's coming right <laughs> which was even worse but i mean wow. throughout the whole experience so we worked all winter on the building mm-hmm. we we opened in june we got the power to the building i think it was mid-march april april april, april. Yeah, april we had 7th. to dig a trench for that so too. we we <laughs> ran for all the, the whole the building pole. construction on a generator in the in the winter time we would turn the generator on and then plug in the lights. That's how you got light inside the building to be able to work. Running running propane heaters and stuff like that. <laughs> remember? Wow. Well, standing oh standing by the heater for like five minutes while you weren't working, right? So, yeah, it was, it was wow. crazy. That's a lot, dude. That's a lot. But it, it just goes to show you, like, I think that's, you know, I had I kind of knew how much work went into, like, before I had started and just coming in as a customer. Um I don't know. I think that's like something that makes Buffalo Rock stand out. Is just like you guys did so much on your own to build something, you know. And I think a lot of people appreciate that. Well, we heard a lot of stories too when people when we opened up, people would drive by every day going to work, and they wonder what is that place? Yeah, what's it gonna be? Well, we waited. They're always out there working at night to put the sign up (laughs) too. Really? Yeah. yeah. So and word trickled a little bit. Um, but yeah, there were a lot of people, lot you know, people if you weren't know. reading the paper or whatever, um, people, you know, we have the walking path right out front yeah. and there are people that now are our patrons. They come in and we've been friends with them now that, um, would, I walk by this place every day. Watch the progress right? too. And I'd watch the progress us. and I watch you guys out there every day. You know, when we roofed it, it was probably the two hottest <laughs> yeah. or three hottest days. Of course it was. <laughs> it it was, only makes sense that it was. It was crazy hot up on the roof. Yeah. The nice thing about it is it was a pretty simple roof, so it was pretty simple. fast, really. Um, Did you want to Well, we had to tear, we had to the, tear the old one off, too. Yeah. No, actually, mm-hmm. roofing, we got along mm-hmm. well with the roofing. It, <laughs> okay. it was everything interior. Then, you know. <laughs> You know, all it's just—it's it, like the—it's like the uh, the husband and wife situation. You know, all those brothers. But what which direction are we gonna go? We want this or we want that? And yeah. you know, making choices is always hard. Um, so Brian became our mediator. Yeah, and, I don't want to be the mediator. <laughs> but it was—I mean, it worked out all right. Honestly, in the long run. Oh, everything and choices fast too, right? You so didn't have choice. You're yeah, making a decision. You got to make it now because. You can't wait. You got to just do it so you can get on to the next thing, or otherwise, instead of seven months, it's you know fifteen. Right. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think once what really helped though is once the once the structure was up, and then he started working on all the exterior stuff, and I started doing all the wiring and plumbing and stuff. And okay. Um, yeah, I don't want to glue any pipes ever again either. That was the other we thing. We did that <laughs> a few times. Oh, uh, that yeah, and, and and whatever the city says. You don't have to listen to them because they don't, they're not a hundred percent right all the time, but we got, no, I shouldn't say that. We had to, we, we, uh, we had to take out the men's urinal three times we because they, they told yeah. us that we were wrong and everything like that, only to come to find out because it's a single bathroom. We were right the first time and we would have never had to do anything. So wow. I put it all back. We had to move so, it a half inch, half, half inch, half inch to the left, oh to the God. right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. That was after we had moved it 
the first time when we actually were right. But it was a, it was a yes, mis, mis portion of the code that had to do with the bathroom because the men's bathroom isn't divided. When you walk in the men's restroom, you got the urinal and you got the toilet there. You got a locking door. So it's intended kind of for one person use, mm-hmm. right? Um, if it becomes a two person use, then you have to put a dividing wall between the toilet and Install. the urinal. Um, and then the urinal has to become ADA. ADA. Okay. Where right now, because we have the toilet right there, and somebody's not going to be in that stall. The toilet's ADA. They can the toilet's the toilet. ADA. Gotcha. Right. So it was. It it's was just. just I mean, it, you know, it's life. You you learn from those things. You move on. It was just things that, you know, at that point in time, again, we're tired. Right. <laughs> we're so tired. We just. But then you guys you decided know. to add some more taps. Yeah. Yeah. On top mm-hmm. of all this. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how did? Okay, you're tired, and now. Well, I guess oh, we ran at twelve for quite a while. That was a long. That was for a long time. Yeah, that was probably yeah. at least what eight yeah, months it, later. We, yeah, it was eight months before we added six more. Okay, yeah, and that's gotcha. that's kind of when you came in, right around that same time frame, probably, or right like a couple months after that. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now we're happy to have you. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to also uh, ask you guys too is, um, I'm out of beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, if think I might have to go to my refrigerator. Me too. <laughs> I, I got to go load chairs. Oh, man. Tonight, so. uh, just like, I don't know, like just seeing you guys, um, like what it's become, you know, like, did you ever think that it would end up being the way that it is now as far as like, you know, people coming out, even the people who, who are there pretty much almost every day, like meeting all these people and everything. Um, I guess as the side, how does it feel now as, you know, friends and you guys are brothers, obviously, but, um, all that hard work leading up to how it is now. Like, how does that sort of feel? I mean, I'm sure it's got to feel fantastic. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah right? absolutely. Yeah. It's nice to yeah, see yeah, our I, customers and the locals come in and enjoy I, the I place. I love, I mean, nice. even even from the start, it's been, I mean, our customer base has been phenomenal. We we could not ask the for support. better customer base. The support mm-hmm. and and walking through us with stuff. I mean, shoot, how many times do you have customers say, you know, stand up and say, hey, I'll help you behind the bar or I'll, I'll come yeah. clean windows for you. Yeah. You know, stuff like that that you yeah. just don't have. Yeah, you don't get that at a lot of places, um, I don't think. Yeah. But. Um, the meeting, like, a gazillion new people, right? Totally. And it, and, it, and it comes so fast. It's hard to remember everybody. I, I'm a m- much better, uh, like, face recognizing mm-hmm. people than I am about like remembering a name. Right. <laughs> I'm the same if way. If I had to get quizzed way. on every customer's mm-hmm. name, I'd fail, but yeah. I know them all and I've had conversations with, you know, so many of them. Um, it, it's funny because Colin is just the opposite of yeah. our manager. He can, I mean, like names like are nothing to <laughs> yeah, him at really. all because he, well, part of it's probably because he deals with them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you're typing them into the computer. Yeah. You know, it, I mean, that's my I mean, problem. You get to I'm know them behind the bar. Yeah. It is hard to like. All right, yeah. I don't remember your name. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah. uh, most of them I know. But it's you know when you're not back there every day. Right. And the customer, the like the patron to patron thing, right? Okay, so um, I'm gonna date myself a little bit, but I grew up watching Cheers, and um, if you watch Cheers, really it's a group of people sitting together. They meet at the bar, and it's the best like group of best friends that don't hang out together like 
so much after that. <laughs> but they all know each other to yeah. a T, yeah. right? Yeah. Like they they absolutely know each other's personalities and what they're all about. And we have so many customers that know each other that way, not because of any other reason that they're open in conversation, you know, sitting together, enjoying a bevy. Well, how many right. how many yeah. times do you hear the you know somebody walks in, Dan, yeah. Dan, <laughs> Dan. <laughs> or what? You know, Bob. Bob. exactly, name. Just exactly, Bob, Bob. 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 literally, literally it's, it's every like day. It's every like day. that, like you know. Yeah, it's it's um, awesome. That's yeah. I mean, that's why it just it's what it, that's what it's all about, man. You know. So Did you guys I would talk say about that the name, how we got our name, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, ever, let's, let's right? touch on that, and then yeah. I was gonna kind of maybe see if we wrap it up with the idea of what is maybe each of ours coolest experience, like coolest. Yeah. You know, that's we're, a, we're that's coming cool, up on yeah. two years. Um, what, what's your take? I know, I, I know what mine is. So, um, yeah. So Buffalo Rock. Oh yeah. How'd you it was, it wasn't the that? original name. Actually, no. we had a different John name. John Prairie. We were, we were going to go with John Prey Brewing Company yeah. because we went with kind of the history of Waterville, pretty much everything we've done. I did not know. But it just didn't sound right. So and we have a John Prey John beer. Yeah. Right? John Which Prey, is Porter. Porter. Um, yeah. John Prey was the founder of Waterville. So okay. we did a lot of did things to try to tie the community and and really it's kind of educate people. We looked right? at we looked at keep, keep things important, keep yeah. names important. That one's too, uh, but it's too know? common of a yeah. name. We wanted something that set us apart. But it was funny because I literally when once we were sitting at I think Brian's mm-hmm. house one night and Brian literally Cummings. I mean I, all we were doing <laughs> is researching the history of Waterville and all of a sudden I see this thing about the rock and the river. Roche de Bouffe, it actually translates to rock of beef or buffalo rock. And yeah. and I'm like, hey, Brian goes, that's it, that's it. And like right off the bat, that's he's good, like, that's it, that's the that's name right thing. there, buffalo rock. Yeah. And um, so that's kind of where where we kicked off. And it was, that, that set the things in motion really quick as far yeah. as, you know, it really helped us too to fine tune how we were going to build the barn. You know how we're going to decorate kind of style, and, oh, and style stuff wise. like that, right? Okay. Yeah, because yeah. it has that, that rustic like, look, a little yeah. bit rustic yeah. look, right? Yeah. Yep. And, yep. and beer names trying to keep with the history of Waterville as much mm-hmm. as we can at times. Yeah, I'm sure it, it's hard. We're running out of running out of historic names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure so. people have picked up on that who come in. Um, you know, all yeah, cool the, stuff. Mo- mo- the majority of our names, our beer names, have come from you know. Waterville history, pretty much. Like the Bluebird Express is the old railroad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brit, Brit and I were just a few about years ago. It ran. I don't know if they'll ever run it again, but I don't think it's um, gonna. It was a like a passion, small passenger train that would go from like Grand Rapids to Waterville. Well, used to go I think it went the, further than that. It used but, to, but then it had like a, they had like a tour you could do yeah. from yeah. Waterville to Grand Rapids, yeah. but then they closed that down too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of, lot of history out, right here. If you go here. out uh, Old 24, it's still sitting behind oh. somebody's house out there. Yeah. I'm not sure what they A lot do of old history there. in this area as far as, like, the, you know, settling of Ohio and, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Ideally, hopefully, we'd spark people's interest just a little bit that they go out and do some research on it. Yeah. It, it's pretty fabulous stuff. Totally, man. So, um, so I was going to kind of get us into maybe a a wrap up here conversation um about what is the coolest thing 
either either experience i have a lot of things that have hit my mind like um for me one of the coolest things that has been like a side effect of this right this the the get out of the operation day-to-day of brewing beer get out of the operation of having the manpower and staff the front of a of a pub and you know order shirts and keep grains and check and um you know outside of that like the daily operations the coolest thing for me has been the tie to music and i've always loved music and um it's a side effect that has become kind of a staple out there um that the community seems to really dig they support it really well um uh we work with all local artists right so we're not bringing a a whole lot of travel throughs that are you know on their way touring we could bring in some bigger groups that maybe people are more aware of but supporting local um and the local musicians working with them it's a fabulous group of people that pour their heart and soul into you totally. know, their craft. Yeah. And uh, that's cool. Walking that's, in as a customer, man, like, and having, seeing someone play music in the corner, you know, I mean, dude, that's just, I mean, yeah, obviously going for the beer, but then, like, having that on top of it, it's just all part of it. I mean, especially, like, you know people, too. Right. Chloe and Connor. Yeah. And yeah. They were just coming to see people we actually yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, it, it's, all, it's all part of <laughs> two it. Weeks ago adds to the entire experience man nice and relaxed and you're enjoying yourself and it's just nice it's just it's great the music i, I love the music yeah. when the, the garage doors are open it's fantastic honestly, man the music is yeah great. it's it's not the best sound room when, when they're closed auditorium if you will for <laughs> yeah um, but the music dude, when you're selling yourself short though yeah. like but, since then like to go off of Tim saying, like, Tim's built a stage now, whereas before they were on the just, Tim and Troy. you know, on the, like, sit, like, tables literally right, right next to, like, sitting, standing on the on the ground. Now they're elevated, right? You guys have put, like, sound, like, uh, to help. We don't have a, and, we don't have the speakers lifted yet, which is going to, one, save some room and also get that up above. But, yeah, built some uh, sound panels, sound absorption panels to... Help with all that. Yeah, take that away. Yeah. Um, both hanging from the ceiling and on the walls. Um, oh, man, yeah. I, I mean. Trying to make it better. We've also added, you know, our, our investment into kind of the music world is we put in a really nice sound system now um, for an artist that, you know, when they come out, we're, we're ideally making it so they don't have to carry so much. Yeah. Right? The, nobody understands how much a musician has to carry in a room right. and put on a show. And when you really figure out what they get paid by the hour, and they do it because they love it or they wouldn't do it, um, <clears throat> they are packing their stuff up from wherever they're at, driving it to the brewery, unpacking it, putting mm-hmm. it up, setting it up, getting it ready. That's an hour. At minimum, even if you live around the corner, right? Right. Um, then they're doing that, the opposite, taking it down an hour back home. And when they're up on stage, plus, you know, 15 minutes here and yeah. there, it's, 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 they're not getting wealthy playing music in this area, but supporting it and, and the patrons that support it, um, I, I really totally dig it. Totally. I, t- I agree with you, man. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I think my, yeah, I guess 
honestly, man, it's probably any time that I finally get done for the day and I walk mm-hmm. out and um, not only all the familiar faces, they're like, hey, Jeff, like, how's it going? Spear. It, it's usually the first thing that comes to mind is when someone tells me, like, this beer is really good. Yeah, right. That's, that's the, you know, to me, that's pretty much everything. Travis knows this from just working in the back for, you know, the last four or five months or whatever um, outside of serving beer. It's like I get nervous about every single beer that we have because I, I, want, I want, <laughs> I want yeah. every yeah. single beer to be fantastic. And That's why we love you. <laughs> you love it that much it, that it matters. It's a reputation right? thing at that point. It is. Yeah. It and is. it's like, dude, I'm not trying to put, you know, I'm not trying to just make crappy beer like I want. And if it is crappy, like I want to obviously know about it. Mm-hmm. Because then I'm probably not going to want to make it again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yeah. um, so it's like when I come out, especially on double batch days. Oh, yeah. Even Long like days. on this past Friday, 13 hours, boom, clocked out, came out. Of course, I had a beer mm-hmm. post-shift, baby. And uh, a couple people, this beer is so good. This beer is really good. And to me, that's that's why... That's why I want to do this for as long as I can, mm-hmm. you know. Well, you are making them good, and you're making them consistently good, and there's that combination's a great combination. It is. Yeah. So, right on. We're going to keep doing it and ideally building more of it. Hell yeah. How about you, man? For me, it's, uh, it's all the, uh, I would say, uh, support we do for the local community. There's this, this company has given me the opportunity to actually give back to a lot of places, like the fundraisers we do for the Anthony Wayne School. Those are things that, you know, it's just nice. And then you get a lot of recognition for people around the community, like, oh, that's great, you guys do this for, you know, the Anthony Wayne Band, the, you know, the cross-country team, I think. Maybe, they even patrons that have health issues yeah. or something like that, we do we, fundraisers. Yeah, mm-hmm. we support a lot of that stuff. We did a big fundraiser for our kickoff when we opened the... Yeah, the Alzheimer's mm-hmm. Foundation, yeah. yeah. Um, it was a it was a fun event. Yeah, it was a big big money maker for yeah. them. They made a lot of money and so I think for me that's what I enjoy the most is just trying to give back. There's this is mm-hmm. an opportunity to give back. It's amazing like, that something like craft beer can do that. Yeah, I mean it's it's nice. It's that's, a, that's what I enjoy about it's it. It's a great yeah. like I, I it's that a good was feeling. something that I pointed out to somebody the other day like and. We've we have given to some big charities. We do buy We've done a lot of stuff right here local, right like mm-hmm. right in the community that um I think you see the impact a little bit more, you know? Yeah. Um and it it, it really helps these systems do well and survive and and um really kind of prosper as a community more than just, you know, Go in there and try to make bank. Yeah, exactly. totally, man. How about you? For me, uh, I shared this at, at a meeting that we had on Friday, but um, uh, I, I remember, I, for somehow, I, I always get stuck with all the interviews. So whenever magazines <laughs> or news stations you or TV it. stations come in and stuff like that, I don't, I, do, I don't, but, but I, uh, for some reason, I always get stuck with it. But... I remember sitting down, and I cannot, honestly, I can't even remember the paper or who it was that was interviewing me that day, but we were sitting at the bar, and and one of the things that I really love about, you know, even what, what, what our whole concept is, you don't see TVs and a bunch of TVs at our place. We don't want to be a sports bar, and one of the things we want is to promote this atmosphere of 
put your phones away, come and sit and talk to each other because people don't do that nowadays. And um, I remember the guy sitting beside me and we're talking about why we did what we did. And, and actually, I think it was the interview with, with one of the newspapers or one of the magazines that we did with Hostel or something like that in our river. Mm. And the uh, the guy asked me, he's like, you know, wh- wh- why do you do this? And, you know, same similar question. And I said, well, we, we want to do this so that people come and talk to each other again, come, come and communicate because they don't, there's no more front, front porch you know, yeah, with your neighbors true, sure. and stuff like that. So, yeah, no doubt. You know, but this gives that back. And so that's why we don't have the TVs. Uh, our TV's probably been on, you know, a couple dozen times in a year. Yeah, uh, about which is fifty percent of the time, it's just it, like it, it's it's yeah. like fish swimming, like it's a screensaver, right? It's <laughs> yeah. Buffalo Dude, which I'm not gonna roaming, lie, I, I kind of yeah. did that. Buffalo roaming turkeys during Thanksgiving was a cool one. <laughs> As we were sitting there, we were talking about how society is so involved. I mean, shoot, I even was on my phone here because mm-hmm. I had to text because I'm going to pick up some chairs. You know, so involved with our phones and you know the the whole electronics of of today's society that. You know, I, I told him, I go, I want you to take a minute right now, stop and look around and tell me how many people are on, on their phone right now. Right. And at that moment, he looked around and we were packed out. I mean, packed out. And, and they're literally, he could not find one person sitting on their phone. Uh, right. And I'm like, this is what it's about. <laughs> totally. You know, this is what the whole, our whole thing is about. This is what we want to promote and what we stand for. Uh, it's just getting to know people and becoming family together. Yeah. Been a, been a yeah. fabulous experience to hear. <clears throat> and uh, hopefully we keep it going and, um, you know, keep that atmosphere driving. And um, it's really about the people in the end. Mm-hmm. It really end. is. Sure. Totally. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, totally. Even, even, you know, the love of making beer, which I know you love, um, the love of making beer, you can make a million gallons if you want but if you don't have friends with you to mm-hmm. hang out with and share it. share it yeah what fun is it right you know? i mean in life at the end of it when we all disappear it's your friends your experiences your connections that are all gonna matter totally you know that's why story. it's just yeah it's cool that craft beer can bring can do something like that you know right so you know just wild but really yeah. cool yep yeah all right, so let's get a look at uh, this week's schedule. Um, 425 to 429, um, Tuesday through Saturday, food and entertainment. This Tuesday, we have original Tuesdays, open mic night hosted by Jana and Tim. Uh, we're going to have guest Mike Hill out <laughs> on percussion. Uh, it is open mic night, so we might have some drop-ins. It's also happy hour, dollar off all pints from 4 to 7. And Rosie's Rolling Chef coming out. Oh, so, right. We might get some Rosie's fans right. coming out and enjoying some Buffalo Rock beer Rosie's for the first time, which is cool. Yeah. That's on Tuesday? Great food truck. That's on Tuesday. Awesome. Yep. Cool. Yep. Um, going into Wednesday, Rosie's 426, we have Music Bingo with Sarah. Uh, it's also Hump Day Happy Hour. Hey, yo. I love saying that. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, dollar Off Pints again. We kind of have the double camel hot philosophy. <laughs> Double camel philosophy, double hump camel yes, philosophy. Like, <laughs> it's hump day two days in a row. Um, and then we have Captain's Kitchen Food Truck, and that's been a staple. They were out here talking with us last week. Um, going into 427 Thursday, Chris Shutter's coming out, um, who also just uh, 
released that he is the lead singer guitarist for Blood, Sweat, and Tears tribute band. Yeah. Um, oh. On top of Fleetwood Gold, on top of playing with the <laughs> Pigeons down in Bowling Green. Wow. So Chris is uh, Damn, he's nice. making his way through the music world. Oh, yeah. Um, and nice to see. Uh, we have Lyle's Crepes that evening. Nice. And oh, I, I always want to say Lyle's Crepes and more because it's more than just crepes. Uh, you can get... Um, chicken. Sweet potato promise tacos. promise you... Yeah, but the the um what is it the cheesecake? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> those, those are great. I think the last time it substituted <laughs> my dinner. That was <laughs> it was so good. raspberry yeah. and blueberry cheesecake. Yeah, crepes. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. really good. Yeah, uh, going into Friday, Shane Piasecki from seven to ten. If you haven't heard Shane, he's got kind of a southern sound and brings like a kind of a rock really and groove cool and favorite, definitely yeah. makes music his own. Mm-hmm. Um, and Babas eats. I think this oh, is yes. their first time back for the year. Sweet. Um, so that yeah, makes me a good happy. day on a Friday, yeah. right, dude? Yeah, this week I'll tell you that yeah, it's sweet. a bang up like music lineup. It's nice to see variety. Yeah. As well. Um, and getting the food trucks back in rotation. Yep. Uh, and then on Saturday we have Jeffrey Kersher. Oh so yeah. So Jeff Kersher, cool. the piano man himself. Yeah. Like he is. He is. Um, he's like going to a show. His I history mean, too. Like yeah, yeah. His whole career. And music yeah. is just nuts. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, he has a giant following, so I have no doubt that we'll be busy. Um, he's, he's there from seven to ten, um, and the loaded chicken first time out. Loaded oh, chicken. Nice. All right, that's a new yeah. one. I can't us, say so. I've heard of loaded chicken. Yeah, before. so um, they're I bet friends. They have chicken. Yeah, I bet it's chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so they're friends <laughs> with one of our too. food trucks that gets a lot of support. Um, El Padrino. Yeah. So um, he put me in connection with him, and it's like, oh really? Yeah. No, Pedrino's cool. Up nice too. Stuff, Captain so. Skitch is one of my favorites. Um, I'm, man, this yep. gonna be a good week. Yep, it it's is gonna, gonna be, be a very nice week. Very Heck nice yeah. week coming up. Hell yeah! And uh, any last remarks? <sighs> I'm empty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I had to go <laughs> get enough. another one from the fridge, so I kind of cheated <laughs> this week. That's my first time hitting the double beverage on Bevy's on Tap, um, but. Uh, it's a good one. It's a solid one. We're almost out. That's okay, though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's... Yeah, no. We gotta make a West Coast IPA. That's all yep. I'm saying. Coming. Yeah. Coming. Kevin Garinger, I know you, you know want what, one. You know what it You're is. I, I right tasted now. some good ones in California last week. So. Yeah. Yeah, that, would, that could be like a whole other show talking about that out there, because you hit some breweries out there that are yeah. Russian pretty Brewer interesting. Brewing Company. Yeah. Um, Black and Hammer Brewing Company. Definitely. San Francisco Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. That was a good, good, uh, good trip out there. There's yep. a friend of mine, Kevin Garinger. He he tells me like Got he's told me so trip. many times to make for us to make a West Coast IPA. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, I agree with you. Like we should. So yeah, that's all I'm saying. That's all. Hop that's what up, we man. should do. Hop it up. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah. After tasting everything out there. Yeah, they got they got some bite. That's for sure. Yeah. You know that you know that it's got some of those flowers in there. Hell yeah. Yeah. Buds, flowers, <laughs> but hops. But cheers, man. Thanks for All right. being on the cheers. show. Cheers. I would cheers, but... And that's yeah, a wrap for Bevy's on Tap. Ah. <laughs> cheers. Oh, yeah, man.